Hello, everybody, and welcome back to our podcast series uh, with your host, Jeff Rediger. That's me. You can catch us on Jeff Rediger and Friends, where we do interviews with uh, financial professionals who serve specific audiences. And uh, for those of you who did not catch previous sessions, uh, this podcast channel and these sessions are dedicated to federal employees. And my co-host is Elizabeth Inman. She's the author of Retire Now, The Five Dangers of Federal Retirement. She's a retired federal manager and a certified federal benefits coordinator and now advises federal employees on their benefits and retirement to help them avoid mistakes. And today we're going to be talking about um, chapter two of her book, which is Retirement Today. So, Elizabeth, welcome back. Hi, Jeff. It's good to be here. Thank you. We've got a lot of good information uh, to share with the audience. So let's start with uh, what exactly does Retirement Today mean? Well, Jeff, it means that retirement today has literally just changed even the last six months. With everything going on in our environment, <laughs> retirement today is different than it was this time last year. It was certainly way different than when I first started my federal career back in the 80s. So, you know, these changes mean that retirement planning is more essential than ever. It's very important that we get our act together. We put together a strategic plan um, for retirement, and we don't let it just creep up on us. You know, back in the day when I first started, there was retirement counseling sessions we could go to. We literally did it on the clock. Um, we could get paid to go to the retirement counseling sessions. Now, now most federal agencies have consolidated their human resource department. <coughs> Excuse me. Many of them may not even have a personnel department. <clears throat> and so you're on your own. Uh, you just, you know, you know what the number one way is most people retire from the federal government? They talk to somebody who just retired a few months ago, a year ago. That's where they get yep. most of their information. So I can't you tell know, you how many times I've heard that. You're absolutely right. I've heard that so many times. <laughs> absolutely. But there's a better way because you really can get all of your dreams to come true in retirement if you just you know, if you just put together a plan and if you allow somebody, you know, a professional person that you trust help you, there's assistance out there that will really help you put that strategic plan in place. So, you know, smart and calculated retirement planning is essential to create that retirement that you really want. You also mentioned in, in this chapter, the three-legged stool. Could you share with the audience uh, in detail what those the three parts of retirement are for federal employees? I sure can. And again, this is one of those areas that's really changed. We have less than 3% of our federal workforce fall under the civil service retirement system, that old lucrative retirement system that with enough years of service, you could literally retire at 80% of your salary. Um, they didn't pay into Social Security. They didn't draw Social Security. So therefore, their pensions was much, much better than they are today. Today, most federal employees are retiring under the first system, Federal Employees Retirement System. Now, if you go on to the OPM.gov website, 
and do any research at all about federal retirement, they're going to talk about a three-legged stool. There's three parts to that. What that means to me as a federal retiree, because trust me, I have to know this stuff intimately because that's how I get paid as a federal retiree. The first one is the one almost everybody understands, and that is our pension. Thank goodness we still have a pension today under the federal employee retirement system, but it's drastically been cut if you compare it to the old civil service system. So that pension is based on your years of service and your high three. They use a formula, kicks out an amount that you're going to get. That's the first part. That's that's the first leg of that retirement three-legged stool. The second one is the TSP. So when they did away with civil service, And they drastically cut the pension. They created the thrift savings plan system that allows an employee to contribute and get matching funds that then will enhance their retirement income once they retire. There's lots and lots I could talk about that way more than we have time right now. But that's the second leg of the three-legged stool of retirement. And then they created the first system With the idea in mind, the theory is that then we are not only dependent on Social Security benefits, but it becomes the three legged, the three legs of the stool of retirement. In other words, I say it's my third income stream as a federal retiree. So three legs of the three legged stool is first the pension. TSP and drawing income, because that's what TSP was intended for, was to draw an income stream off of TSP and then Social Security. But if you stop and think about it, Jeff, when they did away with this in 1984, civil service retirees with minimum retirement age could retire uh, and years of service could retire at the age of 55. FERS employees, they still allowed us with with, uh, years of service to retire at 56. But wait a minute, I just talked about a three-legged stool that says that our three income streams is FERS, TSP, Social Security. I've got 30 years of service in. I'm retiring at 56. I'm not even eligible for Social Security. So they came back in and created the the FERS special supplement. So as of today, we're, we're talking about changes, right? Retirement today. How is retirement today different? Retirement Today, right now, on this day, we still have the first special supplement available to us that helps offset the fact that from 56 to age 62, we can't draw our Social Security yet. However, that's one of those areas where you really need to be involved with somebody that stays up on federal benefits because there are bills before Congress today that if those were to pass, would completely do away with the first special supplement. But that's the three-legged stool. That's how that works. That's how FERS employees draw their income through the three-legged stool once they retire. You also mention in this chapter cost. What exactly is retirement cost? Mm -hmm. Well, you know, the retirement costs more than ever and for several reasons have made some massive shifts through an economic climate that is different. You know, when when um, the uh, FERS employees first started in 1984, they were contributing 0.8% into their pension plan. In 2014, that changed to 3.4%. And now, once again, there's a bill before Congress that new hires 
will be paying 8% of their salary into the first system. So that's one way that uh, the cost of retirement has shifted. But there's also other ways that, that the costs have shifted, too. You know, we're living longer. There was a change in our Fegley costs back in the 1980. The cost actually went down because the longevity tables were extended, meaning that we've, we're living longer. Well, guess what just happened again in 2018? The longevity table shifted. There was a decrease in our Fegley premium, premiums because we're living longer. What happens when we retire at, say, 56, 60, and, and we're living longer? That means the cost of retirement is going to go up because we've got to provide income that's going to take care of our needs and, and create the retirement environment we want to live under, the lifestyle that we're, we're accustomed to longer in retirement. So you've got to take those kind of things into consideration when it comes to making your plans and putting that strategic plan in place for retirement. There's also a cultural shift in what people desire for retirement, and that means maintaining our working lifestyles and increasing our travel and activities when we retire. The people that retired in the 50s, 60s, 70s had a whole different goal about retirement versus where our baby boomers are now today. You know, back in the day, people definitely were comfortable knowing that, well, I'm probably going to have to downsize my house. I'm probably going to have to drive a different car, and my lifestyle is going to shift because all I'm going to have to live on is my pension, where the baby boomers today say, oh, no, 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 I'm going to sacrifice while I'm working, and I'm going to create an environment that my lifestyle will not change. In fact, it might even get better when I retire. You really, really can put a plan in place, and I've done it many times that I sat down, we work the numbers, we take the assets, we take the savings, we take our pensions, put it together, and in the end, people look up and say, I'm really going to retire with more money than I uh, thought when I retire. Well, it is a changing world, that's for sure. <laughs> for sure. And you know, Jeff, a big part of that is our thrift savings plan. Understanding thrift savings. What was the purpose of it? Because it's called thrift savings plan. Too many people think it's just a savings account. So oh, I'll take it out and I'll use it for this. I'll use it for that. Not realizing it's one leg of the three legged stool of our retirement. So understanding while you're working how to manage that thrift savings plan, whether it's the L funds, whether it's the C fund, the G fund, the S funds, the I fund. It's all very, very important leading up to that golden day when we can say I'm ready and I'm going to retire. And then you also touch upon technology and uh, the impact that technology is having on retirement. Absolutely. Um, I know us baby boomers are kind of kind of on the middle of the fence there. We, you know, we're forced into using technology at times. You know, myself, I, I'm not that old, but I, I can promise you, I prefer to print out a piece of paper than I would to read that same piece of paper on a screen somewhere. Um, while we love uh, technology. We also hate technology at the same time, but it can be a tool that's either going to help you or it's going to hurt you as you plan for retirement, and especially once you actually retire. So making wise and informed decisions, you can really make the difference between helping and hurting yourself with technology. 
you know, online banking, banking, you're not going to retire and get a paper check sent to you. You, you got, you have to be comfortable with online bank banking, getting information about retirement is mostly done through technology now. We talked about the fact we don't have human resource departments. We do not have personnel people that can sit down and walk us through the process. If you're not good with a computer, you're not going to be able to find the information you need to make good decisions about retirement. So, you know, technology works for us or it can work against us. But I'm a proponent, proponent. get the right per- person helping you, get the right person advising you, and you really and truly can use all of it to make a much, much better retirement experience. With all that being said, you can still retire well, correct? Mm-hmm. That's right. That's right. You can retire well. That's why an informed professional who's certified and continually educates themselves on the retirement environment for federal employees is extremely important um, because you can put together that plan that that absolutely really will surprise you. Okay, this is my income. This is what I'm going to my three legged stool when I retire. This is what I sacrificed all those years for is that day when I retire. These are my expenses. Have it spelled out. You know what your expenses are and look at the bottom line and say, oh, my goodness, I really am going to be able to maintain my my lifestyle. I really can retire well. So retirement today. Very important discussion. In a minute, I'll give you um, information on where you can get the book and contact Elizabeth. But let's first uh, tee up the next episode. What are we talking about in Chapter 3, Elizabeth? We're going to talk about the importance of federal employees to understand their very own personal risk tolerance. Now, I will tell you that as I worked uh, through my career, had somebody talked to me about my risk tolerance, I really truly wouldn't have even known what that was. Little did I know that my own philosophy towards risk is very critical in what's going to happen when I retire. Now, let me give use myself as an example. Um, two years before I retired, I had my funds in the L funds thinking I was being very conservative because my risk tolerance level is very low. <clears throat> but I had done what they said, whoever they are, and I had put it in the L funds, which is a blended fund a methodology, and then bam, 2008 hit, and I lost $78,000 in my TSP two years before I retired. Do you think that if I had understood what risk tolerance really meant and how that applies to the thrift savings plan and any other uh, accounts I may have towards retirement, it would have made a difference in my own retirement? You better believe it would. So that's what we're going to talk about next time is understanding your risk tolerance. Well, and it's very important because in 2008, I remember this, uh, quite a few federal employees that we talked to had to defer their retirement because of what you just said. So very important topic and very timely in this upside down world we're living in right now. So um, great information. Thank you, Elizabeth. Thank you, Jeff. I sure appreciate the opportunity. So uh, check us out on fedchecklist.com. You can also uh, find Elizabeth's book there as well as on Amazon, Retire Now, The Five Dangers of Federal Retirement. 
if you want to uh, schedule a time or have a specific question, you can do that by going to fedchecklist.com, putting in the comment section that you attended this session. Whatever your questions are, we're here for you. You can also reach us at 888-545-8840. Again, that's 888-545-8840. And uh, check out the next episode. Uh, We will be uploading it shortly, risk tolerance. And uh, thank you, everybody. This concludes our session for today.